Welcome to Mi'kmaq Matters, a podcast about Mi'kmaq people, politics, land and water. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Support independent Mi'kmaq media. Become a Mi'kmaq Matters patron at patreon.com forward slash Mi'kmaq Matters. This week we're talking about an effort to make Mi'kmaq burials available in the Cornerbrook area, how to enter the spirit world in a Mi'kmaq way. But first a note about an event coming up later this month on Friday, October 18th at 1 p.m. There'll be a protest outside the campaign office of Goody Hutchings, federal liberal candidate for Long Range Mountains, 61 Broadway in Cornerbrook. The rally is meant to express opposition to federal handling of the Halibut enrollment process in which more than 10,000 people lost their band status. You're asked to bring your signs and drums. Once again, October 18th at 1 p.m., 61 Broadway, Cornerbrook. This week we're discussing something we usually prefer not to talk about, dying. More specifically, the rituals we use to depart this world to join our ancestors in the spirit world. Mi'kmaq people had elaborate burial rituals. As a sign of respect, relations and neighbors would bring gifts. There was feasting. The body would be wrapped in skins and laid in the ground, not horizontally, but vertically, with head on knees, as if in the mother's womb. As part of the indigenous cultural revival in so-called Newfoundland, thoughts turned to performing burials in the Mi'kmaq way. Cornerbrook resident Dee Dee Starling has taken on the initiative. As we'll hear from her, her interest was sparked by the deaths of her father and brother, and wanting to bury them in a Mi'kmaq way, but not knowing exactly how. But there's more to it than that. Mount Patricia Cemetery in Cornerbrook has area set aside for five religious denominations and one for non-denominational. Though raised a Catholic, Dee Dee Starling does not now regard herself as Catholic and does not want to be buried as one. She would like to see an area at Mount Patricia set aside for Mi'kmaq people, just as there are for religious denominations. She's been in touch with Brian Dix, Cornerbrook Ward Counselor for Halibut and there have been some preliminary discussions between the band and Mount Patricia. We'll hear later in the program from Lloyd Walters, Chair of the Board of Directors at Mount Patricia. But first, Dee Dee Starling and how dealing with the death of her father started her on this mission for Mi'kmaq burials. Well, first I have to say that my father was a wonderful, generous man, and um, he was also a guide. Um, who am very proud of it. So um, his final resting place is at the Cornerbrook Townsite RC Cemetery, which is where Matthew Mitchell is buried. And my father's wish was to bury, be buried as close to him as he could possibly be. So um, we did get, from what I understood, was the last grave there. So. Um, so he is, you know, within a couple of meters of, of Maddie where he wanted to be. So we were happy about that. Um, and we also have 
you know, our Halibut logo on his headstone and, you know, great-grandson of Maddie Mitchell on his headstone. So that was one thing that those were the things that he wanted. At that time, you know, nobody had ever talked about having our own traditional um, services or a resting place for, for the Mi'kmaq. So last year, um, my brother um, got lung cancer and died rather suddenly. And my brothers and myself um, were challenged, you know, at those crazy couple of days planning a funeral to what my brother wanted was a traditional Mi'kmaq service. And to be honest... Neither one of us really knew anything about that because it's not ever something that we were exposed to because we were all raised Catholic. But my brother was adamant that he, you know, he wanted, you know, his beliefs brought into his service. So that's what we tried to do. Um, We put together and, you know, some of the traditional music and we um, did the smudging ceremony and we had the feast and, you know, we tried to do as many things, you know, that we could look up in such a short amount of time under the pressure we were under. Did you have um, a service in church? Where, where did it take place? You no, know, we took we had it graveside. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another part of the tradition was to do it graveside. So um, we did that. Um, we couldn't bury him how he wanted to be buried, which was, you know, in the upright position, you know. But. You did what Maybe you that's could. something in the future. Yeah, we did exactly what we could do and what we knew to do. Like, like I said, we we were all pretty green. You know, he, you know, he wanted to be buried with some of his treasures. You know, which we all thought was adorable, but we really didn't understand any of the beliefs behind it. So, um, after that week, we had done some research and. and realized that our brother was far more in tune with what was going on than we ever were. So, so now you're back in uh, in Newfoundland, and I guess um, as many of us do, we think about um, how we want to uh, to enter the spirit world. And um, you've uh, carried on your exploration of how we can do our burials in the um, in a traditional Mi'kmaq way. So, uh, tell us about your your inquiries on this topic? So my first inquiry was to a friend of mine who worked at Mount Patricia Cemetery um, to discuss with him, you know, how we could go about getting uh, a location there um, for the Mi'kmaq. You know, there's, there's, you know, there's um, a non-dominational portion, but I don't want to be classed as non-dominational. I want my own place, you know, I want my own people around me and my family, and most importantly. So um, he had said that 50 years ago, approximately, they had, a, you know, their board, and at that time they decided, you know, the allocations and the religions that would be in the cemetery. So, you know, he said he didn't think there was much chance because they're running out of room that there would be space for another you know, religion, or I guess another community of people or whatever, um, because he said that we would go in the non-denominational if we didn't want to be buried, you know, amongst our, a religion. So I was like, no, <laughs> that's not right. There's so many of us here, um, you know, in the Cornerbrook area, 
um, like we have hundreds of people, you know, who probably feel the exact same way, you know, who want to be buried traditionally. So, and with one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's, you know, how we believe in, you know, honoring our deceased and the spirit. And I mean, it's so important to our tradition. So I then thought about, um, you know, the two parts of it, the, you know, the actual finding a, a, a place where we could all be buried together. And then the second part is to try to figure out who's going to put together the information to perform some type of service. So that's kind of still up in the air. Um, I mean, my my personal opinion is I think it's something that our local band should offer, you know, even if it's for a fee, you know, because if you ask a, you know, a priest or some, any anybody within the, you know, church, you usually give them a donation. So I would have no problem giving a donation or pay a fee to have the services performed at my funeral. Someone like a, an elder or someone who would be trained in the Mi'kmaq burial tradition. Yes, who could exactly. These yeah, I mean, there could, you know, and it can be more personalized too, like, because I, I realized, you know, back in the early uh, 1600s that so many uh, Mi'kmaq had converted to Catholicism and um, only because they thought we didn't have our own religion. So, <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know, with that, I mean, if people consider themselves both, I mean, there's no reason why they can't, you know, continue on with a priest. And like we did for my brother, we did both. Um, I just think that we should have that choice available to us to, to follow the beliefs that, that we carry. So I understand you've had some discussion with uh, Cornerbrook uh, Halibut Counselor Brian Dixon. What was his reaction to your suggestions? Well, Brian is... Um, is an amazing guy for helping out in these sorts of things. He's, he's been a friend of mine for a number of years. And the first thing that I thought of was contacting Brian because he uh, he is my representative in my ward. So I've reached out to Brian and we've had lengthy conversations about it. And he feels, I believe, in my opinion, the same way I do, that we should have a place and we should put something together. And you know, this is all new for our location. You know, the band's new. Um, there's so many new things. Like, I, I, and I'm, I mean, they're focusing on, you know, education and, and stuff like that, which is wonderful. You know, economic growth, which is wonderful. But we're soon going to get to a point where there's, you know, we've got more questions about what about all of us that are going to die? We're, mm-hmm. What are we going to do? And I know people don't like to think about it, but it's it's a fact. And, I mean, I guess... I wouldn't be thinking about it if I if I wasn't ill myself. Um, but these things happen suddenly. And, and then, you know, how do you carry out someone's wishes if you don't know what to do or you don't have a place to bury them? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's just tough. So you you don't want a, uh, a separate uh, burial ground for Mi'kmaq people, it sounds like. You want a place designated in in uh, Mount Patricia, where uh, many of, of your people would be, and you would be near them, but in a designated yeah. Mi'kmaq area. Is that your idea? That's right. Just a, just our own designated area. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't really mind um, having our own designated place, but I do think that that would also make us feel left out. Hmm. 
why can't we be with everybody else? And, you know, because most of my family is, is buried at Mount Patricia. So with the exception of my dad, but mo- mostly everybody else is. And, and I think that's, you know, that's where we should be going. Mm-hmm. So I, I know this is a strange question to ask someone, but uh, what, what thoughts uh, have you had about your own burial? And if, if you could decide exactly how it would go, what, what is your vision for your uh, departure for the spirit world? Definitely um, the celebration of um, togetherness, you know, with my family and friends. Um, I would like drumming. I would I would love to have the feast, um, you know, the music. You know, there's something about the beat of that drum that just makes my heart go crazy. And I also would like to be buried with some of my treasures. So... You know, I guess each and every person will find their own, you know, happy medium, whether it's between religion or traditional Mi'kmaq ways. I mean, I, like I said, I don't, I think it should be, you should be able to do both or whichever you choose. So, you know, that's what I see mine as. I, I definitely, uh, feel that moving on into the spirit world, you know, hopefully I'll get it right this time and, and continue to go on. So, you know, I just think it's an important thing, and, and out of respect, you know, for the deceased, I think it's it's absolutely something that we have to do, because mm-hmm. it's such a big part of our culture, you know? As Dee Dee Starling mentioned, she's been in touch with Cornerbrook Ward Counselor Brian Dix. Brian Dix tells Mi'kmaq Matters he believes many people in the area would support the Mi'kmaq Burial Initiative, and he's communicated the idea to Halibu Council. Meanwhile, there's been a preliminary meeting between band manager Keith Golding and Lloyd Walters, chair of the board of directors at Mount Patricia. Lloyd Walters says there needs to be more discussion to see, for example, whether there would need to be a contribution from Halibu for the expense of adding a Mi'kmaq section. We've had one preliminary meeting uh, with the manager of the band council here. It's, uh, we made contact some while ago and have been exchanging emails on, on that issue. Uh, the preliminary uh, meeting that we've had is to around, try to get a, a grasp as to exactly what it would mean in, ten, in terms of land use, would it be separate property or a section within the uh, existing cemetery. Uh, we're now going to be exploring uh, that a little bit further in terms of whether there's going to be additional capital costs involved and how we would share those if that's the case. And uh, Once we get to that kind of a detail, then the issue would go back to the board at Mount Patricia Cemetery, and the board would uh, then make a determination and a decision on that. Okay, very good. And uh, do you do you have a time frame on that? Um... That that the time frame. There's there's no closed time frame on it. But as you know, of course, in terms of uh, any kind of a, if there's going to be a development that's going to be needed, uh, once you start to get into late October and November here, you guys start to get. Uh, areas where the ground is covered with snow, and so as a consequence of that, any development that would need to be done would have to be uh, done in the in next spring. But certainly, uh, and of course, it's all contingent on the board approving that process itself. So in terms of a timeline, no, we don't have any kind of fixed timeline on that. We'll, ex- we'll explore it, and as we get to the point where we have some uh, some concrete numbers to present to the board, 
that would happen first, and then the board would determine the, the timeline. But I can't see it happening uh, this fall now because of obviously with with the need to uh, to do uh, you know due diligence and, and so on on it. All of these things take a few weeks in order to put together, and then we're into November. You know, so it would be probably early. It would be next year if it was to proceed at all. You know, Lloyd Walters, chair of the board of directors of Mount Patricia Cemetery. that's it for the program. Allison Baker is the technical producer of Mi'kmaq Matters. Thanks to our radio partners, Bay of Islands Radio, Voice of Bombay, CHMR, and Neil Big Egg, First Nation Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. I'm Glenn Wheeler. Till next time.